0: Mr. Hand, and aloha to everybody out there. Welcome back once again to another episode of The Musician's Cafe. We're so glad you took time to be with us once again. My name is Brian Dick, and I'm here with my co-host and cohort, Mr. Chris Hurricane Gray. And Chris, may I say that you're a much nicer hurricane than Ian was? I'm going to tell you, we're glad to see that fool get the hell out of here. I know,
1: man. Well, it's October, uh, and it is great, like you said, that uh, the rains have moved on and the weather is freaking beautiful. It is yep. going to be this whole weekend, and
0: what another great weekend just to go out and watch some uh, live music here yeah. in Winchester. Yeah, absolutely. And Chris, I'm so excited, man, because we got one of the coolest guys in all of Winchester and Frederick County. He's been doing music for so long and he's got so many stories I'm excited but we want to welcome Boo Snyder with us. Boo how are you feeling man? Thank you. Nice to be here. I'm doing well. Good. Good. Thanks for making the trip out to the hollow man. Yeah um
1: It is a little bit of a hike out here, isn't it? Uh, You're the second one, by the way, that's made it to my neighbor's house. They're going to start disliking (laughs) me here after a while, but that's okay. I just saw
2: the mailbox on the side. I didn't know which (laughs) way to turn (laughs) it.
0: That's cool. Well, Brian, we got to start off our show as we always do. Uh, Flip open that menu. Let us know what we got. Yes, sir. We're going to do that. Um, Yep. As always, we start at the national level. and, uh, And actually, this is the last show, I believe, for Jiffy Lube Live, and it takes place tonight. So if you're hearing me... Either you're already there or you missed it. But tonight is Allison Chains and Breaking Benjamin and Bush, three bands that I enjoy very much. And so hopefully whoever's there is having a good time enjoying that. Uh, moving over to Tally Ho for this weekend on uh, tomorrow night, actually, uh, is going to be the band Four play, which is a 70s tribute band. Pretty cool, right? And then on the seventh Friday night is going to be, I hope I have those dates right. The seventh is Friday night, right? I believe it is. Jeez. You're going to check? Oh, yeah, yes. Sorry yes. About it. It's yes. Friday yes. night. John Moreland with Caroline Spence. And then on Saturday, night, the eighth, it's Shot to the Heart. And that is a Bon Jovi tribute band. So that would be a lot of fun. For, have you been to the Tally Ho? I have not. But you have not? No. no. Oh, my gosh. I tell this to everybody. Make the trip. It's worth it. It's in a Leesburg? very cool place. Yeah. yeah. Easy to get to. Easy to park. Easy to get in. It's, it's really great. Um, Hollywood Casino, Chris. This is kind of one I thought about you a little bit, too. You 90s guy, you. Um, on Friday night is Blues Traveler. Heck yeah, man. Yeah, John. And, uh, you know, it's going to be a lot of fun. John Popper, right? That sounds right. I think that's right. Um, but they had that, that crazy harmonica sound to them for a while there, but they were really big and a lot of fun.
1: Yeah, it was like in every single one of
0: their songs. Yeah. But it was
1: awesome. It was, I mean, when you heard it, you're like, ah, ah, that's yeah, another Blues yeah, Traveler.
0: Exactly. So that's pretty cool. Um, moving on to the breweries Bear Chase Brewery. Uh, over on the mountain there is, uh, on Friday night, it's going to be Shane Gamble. And then on Saturday is Leonard Burridge early, and then James Stevens that evening. Now, Boo, familiar names to you? Do you know those uh, folks? I know Leonard Burridge. Do you? Yes. That sounds cool. Yes. they got to be very talented people, right? Yeah. Yeah, I yeah. figured. I haven't heard Lenny's of And he's good. Cool. Um, box Office Brewery down in Strasburg on on Friday night has Shag. And they're yeah. going to be with us soon. Yeah, that's, uh, is it next week? I think it it's is. next week. I think they're with us next week. Right. And um, that's. we're looking forward to that. They actually reached out to us. He mentioned, uh, I, um, they mentioned to me, and I don't know if they have to you, Chris, but they're actually winding down as a band, I believe.
2: Lawrence, I know Lawrence McKenna. Okay. Right. Uh, he did solo stuff for a long time so i i really don't know what right they,
0: right that's that unacceptable wrong, if the I beach know. boys can still play concerts <laughs> y'all need to stick together exactly you you're too good to, to, to not keep going I But i think so. they
2: do a u2 um do thing, they i think oh wow I like a lot of their stuff
0: yeah i, I definitely want to uh, get you know i'm looking forward to meeting you tonight but that's another show i'm looking forward to do as well so Uh, And then on the 8th at box office is going to be Ryan Jewell. And we mention Ryan quite often on the show. So box office has a a great weekend lined up. Piccadilly Brew Pub on Friday night has Misha Heron. And I have not ran into her yet. I
2: met her one time.
0: Is that right? Mm. Pretty cool. I'm Mm -hmm. sure, right? Yeah, Yeah, she's
1: actually reached out to be on the show. Oh, good. Uh, So Misha, stay tuned. I'll I'll, I'll hit you up. Maybe she's from Chicago. Issue, is really, I believe.
0: Yeah, man. Very She's cool. got a really cool sound, too. Yeah. Good. Well, Misha, hang in there. We're going to get you on the show, I promise. Uh, and then on Saturday night is going to be Robbie Lyman, our old buddy. We appreciate Robbie very much. And he's always a busy guy. So he'll be there at Piccadilly's on Saturday night. The Monument has one show scheduled for the weekend. It's on the seventh Friday night, and that is Jaw Works. We have mentioned it before. It's a reggae band, and so they should be a lot of fun. So check that out on Friday night. Bright Box Theater downtown on uh, on Saturday night has a pretty cool um, lineup. They have the Scotty Austin band, and Scotty Austin apparently is formerly of the band Saving Abel, which had a few hits back in the I want to say the early aughts. Yeah, it rings maybe, a bell. Whatever. Uh, yeah, but I definitely remember Saving Abel, and then a band called The Odd Even and Demise. So I'm I'm sure it's a rocking sort of evening there. Um, some some '90s style, maybe even more. You know. I don't know I haven't heard him yet But I'm sure it's going to be good um, Paladin On Friday night Has Mark Clay And then on Saturday uh, Dylan Woeful Which we're going to have him on Very soon too um, Dylan's great I'm sure you've met him Boo I think I've met him Yeah Yeah, um, Chris I didn't have any luck With P2 I don't know whether you uh, Have him you know, I know you went out And visited haven't I haven't heard who they Actually have. I
1: did book them uh, For the end of October So they are going to be On our show Good Did I ask them Who's going to be singing No No i I was a little distracted
0: yeah i checked out their facebook page and they just didn't have it up yet so i I apologize for not having anything for that i'm sure they have somebody i just don't know who it is so you can either reach out to them or check them out on facebook later in the week Uh, and then backseat bar and grill has a pretty busy month on the eighth saturday night they have a band called shout at the devil which is a motley Crue tribute band i'm going to try to actually make that um planning on it anyway And then on the 15th, I'm going to go ahead and give a couple weeks' worth of them, as Hair Force One. Another one that sounds like it's right down my alley. I love that hair metal. And then on the 29th, everybody remembers we've been announcing the Quiet Riot show. That actually has been canceled. Uh, Yeah, Quiet Riot is not going to make it. Um, The the building is not ready. Um, Jerry has seen where they're running behind so much that they're not going to be able to book that. So they're going to have a Halloween party. It's going to be in the original building. They're going to still have Solo, which is a band from um, from Cumberland, Maryland. And then Elizabeth Furnace will be there as well. And I'm telling you, Elizabeth Furnace is worth the price of admission. So uh, go ahead and make it out on the 29th uh, to their Halloween party, but it won't be in the event center yet, so unfortunately.
1: And Elizabeth's Furnace is on the podcast in November. They are. Not, not to yep. give out too much uh, sneak peeks, but we already have November exactly. booked up, everybody.
0: Exactly. And then wind it up here real quick with West Oaks Farm Market. Uh, This Friday night um, on 10-7. Pretty cool. It's going to be our old buddy Adam uh, Phelps with Six Strings and Bourbon. And he is going to be opening up for the Robbie Lyman Band. And so, um, Friday night at West Oaks should be a good time. My goodness. I mean, Robbie brings a big crowd, but so does Adam. And so, it should be a lot of fun. And that kind of winds up everything I've got on the menu. Chris, if you'll let me indulge for a minute. I Um, guess. and and As long as you guys don't mind. But I think this is important. We are a music-based show and and i think we would not be worth our weight in salt if we didn't take a minute and recognize the the recent passing of loretta lynn uh who passed away yesterday on october the 4th um you know she lived to be 90 years old and boo you might want to share some thoughts on this too i hope you will Um, she lived to be 90 years old and she was so accomplished and so successful and so important to the landscape of not just country music but music in general and I'm of an age to remember her in her heyday. I was young, but I do definitely remember her being, you know, basically everywhere. Um, She, her story is quite familiar to most people. Uh, If it's not, you need to correct that. You need to go out and listen to some of her music and maybe catch up with some of her biography. Um, You know, what, what my father brought to my attention was when people get to be 90 years old, it's just natural that younger people forget how important somebody was to their particular, you know, in this case, and to the music industry, because she's older, she has not uh, been as maybe as popular i guess is the word i want to look for because she's you know obviously she's still making music but it's not as accessible as it used to be or released in albums like it used to be and so there's younger generations that know who she is but maybe don't realize just how important she was her her story is important you know is very well known rags to riches she was born in butcher holler uh kentucky you know by the time she was 15 she was married um you know she moved to the Pacific Northwest with her husband, Doolittle. And by 21, she had four kids. Can you imagine? And they realized four kids. And, and she realized along with her husband that she had the ability to sing. And she taught herself to play guitar and she moved back to Tennessee and began their long journey of her career. And she did it the hard way. She went out and banged on doors and went to radio stations. And it's all been depicted in the movie, coal miners daughter. And if you haven't seen that movie, it's still one of the best biopics ever made. Um, but she went out and did that kind of stuff, and she built her career around hard work. And she became so successful that she was the very first country music artist of the year um, as a female in 1973 or 74, somewhere in that neighborhood. What's lost to people is is how many doors she opened for the country music artists of today, especially females. Because at that time, even though they don't seem very controversial now, in her day, she did a lot of music that was controversial. You know, she released – at that time, you know, it was a very male-dominated uh, industry. And, you know, she um, she came after Kitty Wells and after Mother Maybelle and, and the Carter family. But there wasn't that many females at that time. And Patsy Cline was sort of, you know, the the biggest star. And she kind of came in at, you know, uh, under her feet. And, of course, Patsy wasn't with us long after that. And so Loretta was a pioneer. And she, she really – you know, just made such an imprint on music and she wrote songs that were very controversial things like the pill and fist city and, and, you know, where the genre of music was singing about, you know, guys going out and drinking beer and singing the honky tonks and, you know, maybe going home to the wife, but maybe not. She was looking at of through a woman's eyes going, Hey, you know, don't come home drinking with loving on your mind.
2: You ain't woman enough to exactly. take my man.
0: Exactly. Right. Boo. <laughs> I, I mean, I hope that I'm not, I, I know I'm preaching here a little bit, everybody. And I'm sorry about that. But I think I'm trying to just un- make everybody understand this lady was extremely important to what we know now as music, and especially country music. And they don't come along very often. Nope. Um, I think she probably started out in the roots
2: yes. kind of music. Yes. Probably in churches and stuff, too. Maybe. I I, I don't know uh, all about her early life, but uh, I played in a country band for a couple years Cause I didn't want to play disco. (laughs) Sorry. And, uh, I don't blame you. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Um, and I, and, um, we had a female, uh, vocalist who did a lot of her songs. Right.
1: And And great songs. Oh yeah. Great songs. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and what, from what I've heard, uh, recently, of course, everybody's talking about her, um, since she passed this week, um, that she was such a genuine person. She was such a great person. Um, just even modern country stars, uh, women uh, that she would leave messages on their phone, just being like, "Hey, I heard your song. This is awesome. Come hang out sometime." Yes,
0: yeah, from yes. Loretta Lynn, like yeah, the woman right. that
1: started it all. Down so yeah, to earth, just such an amazing
0: person, and, and never apologized for who she was. She was a, a you know a country girl who was born and raised poor, and even though she went to the heights of everything, she still sort of stuck to that and was feisty. She wouldn't take anything from anybody. Right. But she did it um, the right way. And so, you know, enough of my rambling. But, you know, she's singing in the choir now with Patsy in heaven. And God bless them both and Doolittle. And and, and thank you for your music, Loretta, very much. And, uh, and uh, man, I hope everybody out there kind of follows up with what I'm saying and checks out some Loretta Lynn very soon.
1: Yes, absolutely. Thanks for bringing that up. Um,
0: I, I did notice it,
1: and it was on the, the front page of the news. So very important event. Um in history, and, and y'all need to check her out if you haven't. Yep. But let's get to Boo Snyder. Right on. Now we can get to it. Yep. Boo, you're here, man. Thanks for making it out to the Frog Holler. Yes, <laughs> I guess we can call man. it a Holler since we were talking about Loretta Lynn. <laughs> My pleasure. Man, the Winchester native singer-songwriter Boo Snyder, uh, if you guys have been out to any restaurant um, lately or, uh, let's say, a farm market or a brewery or a winery, I guarantee you've heard Boo Snyder sing around because uh, you sing a lot around here, right? I mean, give, give us an idea of how how many
2: gigs a week you have going on. Well, I do about ten or eleven gigs a month. Okay, so yeah, I'm doing Friday and Saturday, sometimes Sunday.
1: Yeah, and so um, you that's that's your ending point to this story, right? That you do Friday, Saturday, Sunday wineries, farm markets, whatnot. Where did you start? And, and before we get to your music part, let's talk about your start in Winchester, uh, since this is a podcast about uh, Winchester music and Winchester venues.
2: Well, long time ago, many years ago in the land of... No. <laughs> 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 um, I grew up uh, on Berryville Pike before it was, um, what, two lanes now? It was just one road. Right. Um I grew up in the country, uh, you know, played a lot in the woods. We had a house um, back in the woods, kind of, and I did a lot of that. And my uh, parents uh, were not really musically inclined, but they always had something playing on the uh, record player. Mm -hmm. And um, so I guess in my early teens, I got interested in Elvis. Buddy Holly, the Everly Brothers, and um, I used to sing along with everything, but I really couldn't play an instrument until I was about 16 years old. But uh, my first instrument was actually a snare drum with a cymbal. Nice. That drove my parents (laughs) absolutely batty. Brian knows
0: all about that. Yes, I do. Yep.
2: And um, so later on, you know, I – just uh, got more and more in- interested in it. Um, I guess after the early rock and roll people, actually, there was a folk scene that um, was going on. Like the, on TV, there were shows like Hootenanny and stuff like that. I used to watch all that, and, and uh, but when the Four Lads from England uh. came, me and about fifty thousand other people uh, <laughs> got the interest to pick up an instrument and play and i um i was going to play guitar but i was fooling around one day with one of my buddies he said he said boo he said what you really should do is learn how to play bass guitar you'll never be without a band Uh and really that was pretty true
0: yeah
1: yes man wow i never thought about that it's very true that's a that's a handy piece of advice if if you want to be in the music industry you got to play bass and something
2: else well i could sit i sang too and that that helped me i was in a lot of different bands playing bass and, and singing now do you play bass left-handed nope no, no i'm not a lefty but i had a hofner bass did guitar, you yes, uh, you did. Oh, guitar. Yes.
0: yes very cool man oh my gosh so you're coming out of high school any high school bands or what was the first experience my, with that
2: my first band uh, actually after i got uh playing bass a little bit i you know i Went home. Back in those days, the only way I learned to play was put a record on the record player and listen to yep. what the musicians were doing. There wasn't any of this stuff on the internet where you can go get all the chords and lyrics. Free lessons. I listened, yeah. I listened to how they sang, how the bass parts went. And um so I put my own little band together about 1964, um, Boo and the Who's. Nice. Cool. It was a band of just a lot of friends and stuff, like a, I guess what you call a garage band now. Right. And uh, But we played for about six or seven months. Um, and then I happened to go to the beach in the summer of, I think, 65. When I got back, a fellow up the street named Gary McIntyre called me up one Sunday and said, hey, you got this kid up here from church who's a good singer and plays keyboards why don't you come on up and jam with us there you go that was steve Dorman. okay and uh, later on we got ricky oates and that was mod and the rockers and one of the best bands i ever played in nice the nice. music was just exploding at that time when you think of 65 to the 68 of all the different styles right we had the british invasion you had soul music then you had Jimi Hendrix. Oh yeah. You had The Cream. You had Steppenwolf. The Rascals. We we played a lot of their songs. Did a lot of covers, and I wrote a few things back then, but not much.
0: Right, right. So that band became very busy, right? It I mean, was, you guys found a lot of places to play. Oh yeah,
2: we were probably more places to play back then than there are now Is for kids in right? bands. Oh, right. I th- most definitely. What kind of places? I mean, it wasn't restaurants, right? No, no, no. Teen centers. Okay. Uh, clubs.
1: This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser. Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics in Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free.
2: Actually, wow, we went over to West Virginia, some played in clubs. There was some clubs like, in Maryland, like the club clubs or clubs, yeah. The with- clubs that stayed open, yeah, at, yeah. Night. Yeah. at yes. night. Yes, um, during our when we were still going to high school, when I graduated in '66, that summer we went to New York City and we ended up in New Jersey for most of the summer, and we did that. Every year, just about we were a band. You know, when we were on break from school, went to we were a house band in Virginia Beach the next summer in '67. Then we went to Pennsylvania in '68. We played colleges all over the place. I mean, all of our friends would go to like UVA, University of Richmond. Hey, man, come on, we can get you down here to play the fret. So we we Heck did yeah. all that. Yeah. Get paid by daddy's money. That ain't so yeah. bad. Pay in those days was not good. <laughs> yeah, but they give you a place to stay. The frat places did. Yeah, Sometimes. most of them. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we stayed in a dump in New Jersey. What's it
1: like? <laughs> What's it like playing as a house band at a at a beach? So, um, just a, a small backstory. I I don't know a whole lot about house bands. Uh, but I did see one uh, down in Fort Worth, Texas, which was really cool. They play there every single night of the mm-hmm. week. Is, is that kind of the same feel of what you had going on in yeah. Virginia Beach?
2: They're easy gigs, too, because you leave your equipment set up. Yeah. You can go down in the afternoon and practice. The, our only drawback when we, we did that in Virginia Beach was the club had just opened and they were struggling to get their beer license. So we played for maybe six or eight weeks and they finally got their beer license, but it was slow going when we first started playing. Wow. But uh, that was a good summer. We we got to play Bill Deal and the Rondells. They were a big band down in uh, Virginia Beach. Very cool. We got to play, uh, send in for them. Uh, They have a private gig or something going on. And they asked us to come down to the Peppermint Beach Club, which is a huge club back in the
0: day. And we got to play there one night. Wow. That must have been pretty exciting. Yep. Wow. So. you guys are all similar in age at that point, right? Everybody's right yes. around the you know, yes. late teens. Yeah. Some sort of, yep. somewhere are not, your ambitions at the point, I mean, you guys had wide open lives. You weren't married or anything. So you're thinking no. we're going to take this thing as far as we can, right?
2: Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Unfortunately, uncle Sam kept calling in oh. those days. Oh yeah. Uh, Vietnam was, um, and heavy. So, um, I stayed in school in, in a community college for a couple of years, but as soon as I got out and wasn't going to school, they they di- I didn't get drafted, but I got in a delayed uh program for the Air Force. So right, I served four years there.
0: Well, thank you for your service. Yeah. We appreciate that very much. My yep. goodness. Yep. So after you uh,
1: traveled around a little <laughs> bit, uh, give us an idea what year you just, we, you, so you say you moved to Pennsylvania. Well, we you played in Pennsylvania. You played in Pennsylvania. Yeah. So you didn't move there. Yeah. So, so you were always based out of Winchester. Are you traveling? Always, always based out of Winchester. Yeah. Now, when you were around Winchester, uh, around that time, you played here locally too, or oh, yeah. not so much?
2: Oh, Where, yeah. What were some of the hot spots here locally when you were playing? The war Memorial building. Oh yeah. Really? Back in, yeah. Wow. Big teen dance every month. Uh, the Berryville Fairgrounds, okay, even back then, okay. it was big. The Ponderosa over in West Virginia was a was an e-club. The Episcopal Church Parish Hall. Okay, we, downtown. We, we used to make a, a kill in there because they gave us a percentage of the door.
0: <laughs> oh, nice. There you go. <laughs> and there. we
2: used to draw You know, we'd we them in. Did they tell you what kind of music you had to play? No. Or? Nope. Really? Just nope. whatever you wanted? No, nope. That's cool. No, we did all the we did all the hits back you know what was ever popular
0: uh we did them Do you remember your equipment at that time what were you playing do you remember anything else You had a Hoffner bass you said
2: Well, when I first started out I had a K bass guitar Okay. Maybe a Sears amp or something Right. Uh then I got uh, I played a couple Fender bass guitars. Got the Hoffner and went back to a Fender uh and then I had a guild base amp. Okay. The PA systems were <laughs> not much in those days. <laughs> um, matter of fact, I think in modern rockers, I think our first PA system were at, two Atlas horns with a little whatever um, <laughs> preamp or whatever that goes to them. I can't that imagine
1: how heavy amps used to be because it was a tube amp, right?
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: All the amps back then were tube amps. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. yeah, lugging those things around yep. for sure. Oh my gosh! Yeah. And it, so, um, as you guys progressed, and you—I mean, did you come home for a while and then go back out, or how did that work?
2: Well, we we, we were in school most of the time. Okay. during that band, so we go out in the summertime okay, mainly. I okay, and then we come back and uh, yeah, and then when I went in service, uh, our keyboard player followed me in, and I think the band might have lasted until as a three-piece band or something 69 maybe okay and that it was over by then gotcha, gotcha. yeah so,
1: so fast forward um past um school past um enlistment and then what i mean you came back here to winchester you just settled down at all or you just well, still kind of stay yeah. all out
2: there i um came back and tried to put a couple different bands together with some d- different people didn't really work out, so my dad worked at DMV. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, he said, "Quit fooling around. I'll get you a job. <laughs> I'll get you a job here." So I said, "Okay." So I went to work there, but I still played in a lot of bands part time when I was working there. Yeah. Um, remember CT Onion at all? You remember yeah, that band? Yeah, I,
0: I, I knew that one a little bit. Yep.
2: Yeah. Uh, yeah. Played in that band for two or three years after I got out of service.
0: Yeah, and you and I yeah. talked about the fly a little yep. later. Yeah, yep. a little later on. Feel, you, but you yep. did that.
2: Phil and I played together. Some, yep.
0: Very, very cool. Do you have? I, I know you mentioned you know a lot of the '60s uh, music that you were influenced by. Do you? Do you still? Is that still where your heart is? Or?
2: It is. Yeah. Yep. I I play a lot of the music I grew up with. There you go. I do want to say too, Martin Rockers recorded an album in 1967, and back then you didn't find a lot of local people around here that uh, did a record. We did it. From some people in North Carolina on Justice Records, I believe it was, and uh, some of those records are still floating around yeah, out there.
0: Yeah, and I think you can find it on YouTube. I
2: think. Oh well, I think what they did is they made a CD and they colorized the picture, right? Because we had what, yeah. we had black and white pictures on the album.
1: Around uh, what year was that you made your first album? Sixty-seven. No. Okay, so an interesting question. It came up uh was it last week two weeks ago on the podcast you're f- between recording your first album and recording your your latest album isn't the difference in technology just freaking i'll tell you different? how we
2: did our album you know how we did it no. that is the closest to a live record you'll ever see is that right they said boys go in plug up your stuff step up to the microphone and play your songs good luck it was all just like we played the song all together Wow! Now you know you do the vocals, Tracks, you do yeah. you do your bass guitar, you do the drums, you go back and do your harmonies. Right. Computers all over the place. Right. Yep. Wow.
1: Well, but I mean, how much skill does that take to to record a live album? And I I understand like recording a live show that's a little bit different because you have a huge audience. But I feel like the pressure is a little bit harder when you're recording a live album with no audience and there's some dude just looking at you like better get it right yeah don't make me (laughs) say
2: you know what we picked the songs we wanted to do for that album before we went down there and we played live all the time so it did really i don't recall us i I believe we were in there from like 12 noon on a sunday to about 12 midnight and we did 11
0: songs wow that's an hour roughly a song Yep. Yeah, we didn't
2: do too many retakes and stuff. Just yeah. Oh, it's still a we long were, day. <laughs> and the night and we played in Charlottesville, Virginia, the night before. Yeah, we drove to Winston Salem, North Carolina, oh, that night. Dang. Got a few hours sleep. Went in there twelve till twelve. I think we stayed there and slept all Monday. <laughs> I don't think we made it back to school.
0: What sort of automobile were you driving at that time? We to had a around? red.
2: Chevrolet van, we, Did ca- you? we called it the Red Ox. You could sit three in the front, and one guy had to sit in the back with the equipment.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, make sure all the fall over. he's all spread out in the back, he's got his legs. Yeah. Holding up wow, the yeah. yep. Holy smokes! Yep, yep. All right, so uh, we've gotten up to your recording. How many? So, you are a songwriter, uh, and from looking online and just surfing you've written a good bit right mm-hmm. how many songs would you reckon you've written over the years
2: maybe a hundred wow and, and recorded um, or, maybe, just, or just written no just probably written maybe still, a few more than that wow I have I wrote two songs for my, on the Modern Rockers album one with Ricky Oates our guitar player Uh, and then when I started writing I think I have four CDs right. of all original material right
1: so, um, I was looking, and Brian, you have it written down. This is um, the Bird Dog Records, right? Is, mm-hmm. are, are you a member with them, or how does I, that work I'm right an
2: a, I'm an artist on that. It's just a, a, a private label. And, and where's that just out a of? Small, uh, they're over, actually, uh, it's Mr. Gary Ackerman. His, uh, we do it out of his basement. Oh, nice. uh, Ravenwoods, back in there, Cincinnati Road. Here in Winchester? Yeah, in Winchester. I oh, didn't yeah. know that existed. Yes. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Sounds like a good venue. It does. Uh, it absolutely does. For us one time. I haven't been in the studio for a while. I, I don't think I've been in the studio since COVID.
0: Do you enjoy the studio?
2: I do, because really, I haven't I haven't been writing a whole lot lately. Really? I, I don't know. If you ask any of these old guys that have been out on the road forever, like James Taylor and people like that, I don't think you see them really yeah. writing as much as they used to gotcha i think it's i don't know if i'm getting inspired with something i do
0: i'm gonna go off on a question that i ask a lot chris will probably get angry at me about this poop, but i'm gonna do it anyway one of the reasons why we the, the genesis of this program was i've seen sort of the up and down of the music scene in this area um you talked about in the 60s how there was probably more places to play then there was than there young is people. now right and so you've seen that even more than I have. I have. How do you feel about what's happening right now, right here? Do you, does it feel more alive to you right now?
2: It does, and there's a, a venues popping up all over the place, too. Right. New venues to play. Yeah, I've been fortunate ever since I have started doing the solo thing. I retired in 2000, and I've been pretty busy ever since then. Right. So for the last, what, 22 years? I think one year I played 171 gigs wow he's right up there with robbie didn't yeah, robbie? Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. robbie's robbie plays he, robbie's <laughs> plays a man a he
0: plays much more than oh my gosh but still 171 <laughs> gigs in a year that's, that's that was a lot. only one year though yeah but still even if you're doing what you said the other you know every three nights a week some every week you know wow yeah so you got four albums out
1: mm-hmm. where can people find those if they were interested in finding your music
2: Uh, you can find them at, uh, some of the online, what do you call them? Spotify, Mm -hmm. uh, Amazon, some of your streaming, I'm not sure. I'm not sure if we're up to date on that from from the studio.
1: Do you have CDs? If somebody walked up to you and was like, Hey, can I buy one?
2: Yes. All right, cool. So
1: y'all yeah. just need to check out where Boo's gonna be next time. Get yourself yeah. a CD. Find a CD player next because these cars anymore that
0: are brand new don't even come with a freaking CD player. <laughs> uh, yeah, you got to have a Bluetooth player or something like that. Yeah. Um, so late seventies, you, know, you talked about not wanting to play disco. Gotcha. Um, so you played some country, but um, have you you jumped back and forth between genres, or are you after that country have you kind of stuck with? I know we, you know, you still like what you grew up with. But have you changed on that much over the years? Have you gone to rock bands or anything like that? No. I played in, you know, a few rock bands, not metal bands.
2: Right. I played bass until I retired. And then after I retired, uh, I just found that people like the 60s and 70s, yep. 80s music. Gotcha. I know you're a 90s guy, but I don't do too much from the 90s. I was born in the Excellent. 90s, so I, I kind of have to. <laughs> yeah. Early,
1: get, early 90s, everybody, yeah. at
0: least. <laughs> I get you. Oh, man. But no, you're right. I mean, people find that as comfort, um, you know, when they hear those songs and can you know, sing along with you, um, yeah. you know, that's that's that means a lot to them. So I'm sure that, uh, you know, that you'll find that being popular most everywhere you go. Do you still get as excited about playing out like you used to, or is it? Is it harder? How's that work?
2: Well, it's my passion. Uh, but I, the, this year I said, you know, next year I might try to scale down just a bit. It's always going to be next year. I mean, uh, maybe up, but you know, people keep calling me and booking me back. There you go. And until i can't do it i just can't say no <laughs> i
1: guess i think that's <laughs> I a good know. policy to yeah, have yeah I, you know especially with music right because you know as guitar players um we're prone to arthritis really bad and as long as your fingers keep working you keep working right. Uh because as soon as you stop they are probably yeah. going
2: to stop too yeah and lately my shoulder my right shoulder my strumming shoulder has been acting up on me a bit and I'm, so we'll see how that goes.
0: <laughs> now, mod and rockers get together again from time to time, too, right? We do. We um,
2: the first time uh, we got back together was my high school class's twentieth reunion. Oh, nice! And I called all the guys. I said, "Man, why don't we just get back together, rehearse for two or three days?" So after we did that, there was about a five or six year span when we played apple blossom dances and stuff like that. Right. And yeah, we played a birthday party a couple years ago for a girl who sure. you know followed our band back in the day and uh donnie walton you know
0: donnie i know who he is okay. uh-huh. yeah
2: he's a keyboard player he plays keyboards for us now okay and phil zuckerman took our original guitar players place in modern rockers for about a year and uh gary mcintyre is our original drummer he lives in virginia beach
0: you know, and comes up for shows. Comes up for the shows. Wow, yeah. very, very cool. There's Some yeah. names in there we got to get
1: on the show. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, know. we have we have so much, so many people to get on. It's crazy. it's crazy. I mean, every Phil, time we turn around,
0: Phil would be interesting. Yes, yes, absolutely. absolutely. He's in my crosshairs. Yep, sure. yep. We will get him. I'm going to put you on the spot uh-huh. over those over that long career when we're talking from the early '60s till now. Give me a crazy story. Give me something that you just. <laughs> You know, it, it, it was just wild. One you always remember.
2: Well, wow. from back then or any time,
0: anywhere along the way. Yep.
2: Well, this is when I was playing solo. Uh, I was playing uh, rotating a cheeseburger in Paradise, which was one of Jimmy Buffett's uh, restaurants, and there was three of them. There was one in Fredericksburg, Woodbridge, and Charlottesville, and I was doing the lunchtime gigs, just rotating them. So, I had a job in the Fredericksburg one day and I drove all the way down to the bypass around Warrington. I looked over in my seat. I don't have my guitar. No, no.
0: Hmm.
2: Guess what?
0: You bought one. <laughs> no. no what did you do? I pulled
2: over to the side of the road and said, What can I do? So, I called the venue and I told a little white lie. I said, um, I'm having some car trouble. Can I, instead of playing from 12 to 3, can I play from 2 to 5? They said, Yeah. I turned around, went back home, got oh, my guitar. Oh, wow. On. Wow.
0: Good I thinking.
1: Now, if I had the extra cash, that would have been a perfect time to make an excuse to buy a new instrument. Yeah. I need yeah. my car to break down so that I can buy a new
2: instrument Tell my yeah. wife that. Oh,
0: my gosh. Oh, my gosh. But mm-hmm. I, I guarantee you've seen a lot of crazy stuff out there over the years. I mean, you know. Oh,
2: I have. Um, you know, going back to the 60s, um, sometimes there was trouble at some of the joints we played oh, in. Oh, yeah. I saw a lot of that kind of stuff. And um, you know, I wish Snow White Grill would open back up. That was our stable. We came home from a gig every time they were open twenty four hours. Right, that's where they you. They even ate. knew what we wanted to eat every time we walked in there.
0: Cheeseburger, French fries. <laughs> <laughs> a huge menu. It's so yeah. funny. A Good band, stuff though. Oh my gosh, a band I used to. I know that feeling. A band I used to work with. We had a place we would stop and regularly. It's not there anymore, but it was cool like that for yeah. sure. Yeah.
2: So anyway, I guess. Uh, I guess I'm the old relic of all the guys around here are playing acoustic now. Man, Robbie and Jimmy and all the guys that are doing this. So
0: it's a uh, it's a good network of people. Oh, Chris, Chris points this out quite often, and he's a hundred percent right. Um, such a good network out there. People are looking out for one another and yep. recommending, and it's, that's kind of a cool thing.
1: So speaking of that, uh, coming up this weekend, you've got a couple gigs,
2: right? Mm-hmm. What do you got going on uh, Saturday night? I'm at Antica Trattoria, which is an Italian restaurant. We're off Indian Alley. It's Mm -hmm. where One Block West used to be. Oh, okay, yeah. Okay, I'm playing there pretty steady on weekends. Really? At least, well, sometimes four times a month. Wow, nice. So two Fridays, two Saturdays. I'm doing it more and more as time goes on. So, Uh, and then Sunday, I'm at West Oaks. Okay, good. Uh, I'm doing the early show from twelve thirty to three. I think. And just as a quick plug for
1: them, this weekend is their fall festival, uh, and okay. they're actually kind of making it a two-day event, so you're probably going to be pretty busy that's on good. Sunday up there. Yeah.
2: I want to add, too, uh, uh, lately there, there's been a really good harmonica player playing with me, uh, Sean Clontz, and um, he won't be at West Oak, I don't think, but he, Willie Sutton's is another venue that's yeah. going good. Oh, yeah. He plays with the air all the time, and we call ourselves It's Just B.S., boo and sean yeah that's good so uh yeah. yeah i like it yeah so i do play you know a duo with him sometimes very cool very that's cool. a
1: tough instrument for anybody who's just seen somebody play a harmonica effortlessly it's not it's not it is impossibly hard
2: and you know what we never rehearse we have not rehearsed one time that's so he's crazy got a, he's got a really good ear right and uh yeah
0: wow it's that's good. cool and, and like chris like you said man if somebody can play it and play it well yeah. It's fun to listen Your to. Your dad yeah. could. He could pick it up. He was. Yeah, my father could could definitely uh, play harmonica, yeah. and I think he actually enjoyed playing it maybe even more than he did playing guitar. Honestly. Well, I
2: tried the neck thing and playing guitar, too. Yeah. I can do it a little bit. I, I would just, just I just never stuck with it. I would just
1: feel like I'm playing Twister or something Like while I'm trying to do that. I'd fall over trying to make it happen, but that's yeah. just me not being There's coordinated. There's a lot of
2: you know, breathing in, breathing out Yeah, stuff that you, you're yeah. playing guitar and you... You know, you got to know where to go on them and breathe in or breathe out. So right. That's I got wild. a few songs down. I did a couple Jimmy Buffett songs that nah. were okay with it, but pretty much I don't use any gadgets. I'm just just using a guitar. Just, just simple. Guitar. Just man. man, I like it.
1: That's my yeah. style too. I, I and I enjoy going out and seeing anybody just like that. A lot of guys are using
2: loops, uh, right. you know, yeah. um,
1: which is another. It's, t- it's, it's really a, good. It's I mean, a I don't talent. take yeah.
2: any anything away. From, I heard a guy in Virginia Beach uh, this summer that was just incredible with that. He he would play the rhythm on the guitar. He had one of those little drum things. He'd do the drum.
1: Yeah.
2: And, yeah. have that playing, recording. Had a little bass guitar. He'd pick up the bass guitar, play the bass line. Put it down. And then he was an incredible guitar player. Yeah. I mean, I said, wow, man, this guy's something <laughs> man. else.
0: Man, so <laughs> much talent. boo. Without, you know, without embarrassing you, you're a legend here. You are. You're a legend in this area. And thank you for all of the years of of providing entertainment to this area. Because I know there's lots of people out there who are going to be listening to you on the show going, yep, I've seen him and he's great. So thank you for that very much. We appreciate it. Well, I appreciate you
1: guys having me. And before you go, I have one last question as a um, most requested question uh, by our viewers. Uh, And we really hope we get the answer to this is your real name boo <laughs>
0: yeah
2: my real nickname is Oh,
0: yeah. that'll work. <laughs> <laughs> that's my nickname i'll take it that's yep. good enough yep. for me yep you don't have to indulge him, you episode,
1: episode 15 of the musician's cafe wrapping up with boo snyder boo thanks very much for coming out buddy are oh, like, you uh, welcome thank you guys it was a whole oh, lot of man. fun and yeah. i'm sure you have more stories that you could fill up an entire episode Oh, that's okay. Uh, again, so we'll invite you out again. I hope you come back. I right, definitely okay. would definitely do. I'd like
2: to come back with Phil, maybe. Hey. That would be yeah, uh, we got it. Help actually, us set that up. Actually, we played as um Boo
0: Fly. Oh nice. As a duo for a while. Well you reach yeah. out to him. I will hit us up on Facebook. I will. We'll get you back on for sure. Okay. Well listen, in the meantime great success from here on out. And folks, don't forget to go up and say hi to Boo when he's playing somewhere. Say say you heard him on here. Make sure you stick around and tip him well, too. And he's got <laughs> CDs he wants to sell everybody, so make sure you get one of those. Again, Boo, thank you so much for your time this evening. Chris, man, couldn't do it without you, like I always say. You're welcome. Anytime, man. All right, brother. And until the next show, everybody, peace.